Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, it's Elise and Christine. Because we're both total crybabies, we're going to talk about crying at work. When it's okay, when it's not, and what to do when you feel the waterworks coming on. AKA every day if you're us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we, we're so emotional. I'm so freaking emotional. It's <laughs> annoying. I think we're emotional about different things, though. I'm about to cry because Laz is being so cute right now. Aw, he always chooses Christine over me. He's over there sitting by her, chewing on her bracelet. He's my BFF. He loves her. It's okay. I see him every day. Oh, okay. He's hugging me. <clears throat> okay, okay, so what are our, like, personal um, work crying stories? I have two. I don't know if I'm drunk enough to tell these. <laughs> you go first. Oh, God. Okay, so I am so emotional about literally everything. Like, I'm just an emotional person, and I inherited it, honestly, from my mother. She is the exact same way. Yeah, same here. And, like, literally, I'll cry at commercials, guys. Like, I cry at everything. I cry about... I cry at the movie theater at trailers. I I don't know why. I cry about everything. Like, anything I I watch... I cry happy tears, too. It's, like, any show I'm invested in, like, anything. It doesn't matter if it's a happy moment, if it's a sad moment, like... Or then it just me and my life. I'm happy if I'm sad, whatever. But then the worst though is I cry when I'm pissed off. And yes, you do. It's so bad. Like it's <laughs> my worst feature. Like I hate this about myself because I cannot control it. Like if I'm super mad, like it's got to be like level ten mad. Like it's not just like, oh, I'm kind of pissy right now. It's like I'm fuming. I'm crying. And it's so annoying because, like, not only does it completely, like, invalidate me and make me completely unintimidating to any argument ever, like, it also is just not productive. And I can't talk and I can't, like, get my point across or anything. Like, it's just the the conflict just might as well end because I'm crying and it's stupid. So it sucks. Well, and as women at work, we're viewed as emotional anyway yes. for just whatever reason. And crying is weakness. Yes. So so we try not to cry, but occasionally it happens. So I have a couple. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go into details because, like, we have coworkers listen to this. So <laughs> um, I've had a few instances where I've gotten really mad at work or really just, like, offended and, like had to leave because I was about to lose it at work and I obviously like don't want that to happen especially if the person who you know is involved in is gonna know like why I'm upset and so yeah it's it's happened a few times Laz is eating your hair right now (laughs) so he's like I'm gonna make you cry I've never cried at work about like personal reasons like I've never just been like had a bad day and like cried like it's always been like because I'm mad at someone or because something happened at work so it's always work related which I think makes it worse opposite of me like I feel like that's like the worst thing that you could do is like have a conflict at work and cry so like I'm working on it and I don't think anyone's ever noticed like I don't think anyone's ever like seen me I mean have you (laughs) Um, I did just because you told me one time. Okay, you were like, well, I had a breakdown, and I, like, noticed you were, like, a little, like, you, I could tell you had been crying. See, that's the thing. But, is my face turns, like, bright red. But I've like, also seen, obvious. I've seen Malia cry. I've seen Tara cry. So, like, it's fine. But, like, I don't think that anyone no else has ever, like, noticed. So, I always just leave. And so, I'm never, I'm not, like, at work just, like, crying in my cubicle. So, don't picture me like that. But. <laughs> yeah, we have some rules we're going to go over later. Yeah. So, I'm not going to go into specifics with mine. But, like. 
I mean, I just have one specific conflict em- em- embarrassing example, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, we will? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, so I've cried twice at work. Um, I probably felt like crying more than that, but, like, actual tears has happened twice. So the first time, um, I was very, I think it was, like, my first year at work, like, in the real world as an adult. And Austin and I, my boyfriend and I, got into the literally the worst fight we've ever had in our six-year relationship. Was this after or before you moved in together? It was before. Wow, that's impressive. It was about a year before. And um, moral of the story is you shouldn't text at work when you're, like, in a fight with someone. Yeah. And I actively tried not to, but, like, he kept sending me text messages. And so I – it was about lunchtime. So I went outside and I tried to call him just so I could say, like, hey, I'm at work. Please stop texting me. Like, I'm upset. And we just got into it, and I just started crying. And so I literally went to my car. Thank God it was lunchtime. I went to my car, and I texted Tara, and I was like, hey, can you please bring me my purse? Like, I can't come inside. So she saw me crying, and she knew what was going on, but, like, she didn't tell anybody. So I left. At least she's a friend. Like, it's not like you had to, like, somebody bring me my purse. God, and I did not want to go inside and, like, let everybody see that I was crying. So anyway, I went home. I had, I went to my parents' house for lunch, and my sister was there, and they consoled me. I got my shit together, and I came back. I fixed my makeup, and it was fine. Um, The second time I cried at work, my cat had just died. This was a few months ago. Eight months ago, actually. And I got to work. And I, like, convinced myself that I had it together and I was fine. And then I, as soon as I got to my desk, I saw a card. And I opened it, and it was a sympathy card from JP, a.k.a. the other crazy Aww. cat lady at work. He's my fellow cat person. And he was just, like, saying he's so sorry. And it was just so sweet. And I just, like, burst into tears. And I <laughs> ran into a huddle room, and I just worked there the whole morning. I mean, no one can blame me for that, though. Like, that's not... Right, but still, again, nobody saw me. Nobody well, knew yeah. I was, like, upset. No, I didn't. So. I remember that day. Because I remember you were, like, supposed to come over or something. And you were, like... Oh, you really? just disappeared. Yeah. And you were, like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to... I think it was, like... I think it was, like, The Bachelor at finale or something was like it? that like something that this we were gonna watch May. together it was something it might have been the bachelor finale it was something yeah and we were gonna watch it together and you're like yeah i can't do that and i was like yeah i totally understand so i mean shit happens but i just personally remove myself from the situation i don't same i don't want people it, it happens but people don't need to know that it well, it's happens. like i'm already embarrassed like i don't want to be crying like i'm yes. never like doing it for attention so like, I definitely don't want anyone to see me. And then I don't want anyone to, like, be able to tell either. Yeah. So, like, I'm always so paranoid about my makeup getting screwed up or, yep. like, it just being so obvious because I feel like, I feel like it's obvious, like, because I can tell mm-hmm. that I've been crying. But I'm always yeah. so paranoid that, like, I don't know. I just don't want to be viewed as weak or, like, emotional or Well, and whatever. I very much, I wear my emotions on my sleeve as far as I try to hide it, but I'm not, I've always been told I'm not good at hiding my yeah, emotions. Same. If I'm pissed, if I hate you, you know it. Same. And if I'm upset, like, you know it. Yeah, I can't, yeah. So I just go to a huddle room or I go to the bathroom and just clean myself up and come back out and take over the world. Yeah. So when is it okay to cry at work? Well, obviously when a loved one dies. <laughs> yeah. Including pets. Yes, always pets more than like any petty. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's hard, but like also I think just don't come to work if that happens. Yes, like it's okay. Well, and when my cat died, I had had the weekend to like cry and everything, but it's just the card just. Well, and it's just hard. I mean, if it it's just hard. Like you, when yeah. you lose someone, it's hard to just 
you want to like distract yourself and get back into it but at the same time like you are distracted and you can't Mm -hmm. you know deny that like when Malia lost her grandma like Dana had to tell her go home because well and that was hard because it it was it spanned out over several weeks yeah um so yeah that was hard but it's like it's you just have to know when it's out like you have to let yourself just be home and grieve and be with your family and whatever because no one's like faulting you for it like no one's like I can't believe she's not here yeah well and I even thought about taking a day off after my cat died y'all have no idea like this Dude. cat was my best like, Christine knows but this cat was my best friend in the whole entire world I mean like, when I, I had literally nobody, don't blame you at all when I had nobody <laughs> I had my cat because if I and lost one of my dogs you guys wouldn't see me for a week like, right I'm not even joking well and I literally considered taking a day off but then my mom didn't and, I mean, she's the one. So, I had moved out five months before my cat died. And my mom didn't take a day off of work. So, I was like, if she's that strong, then I'm going to be that strong. Well, like, when I lost my childhood dog that, like, mm-hmm. I compare, like, your cat to. Because it yeah. was the same kind of thing. Like, it was horrible. I think I was still in college. It was a couple years ago. And it was, like, during the summer. And so, like, I did have time just to mm-hmm. be, like. Because, yeah, I was a wreck. Like, it was hard. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I totally understand. And like I said, if I lost my, one of my dogs, you guys literally would not see me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would be... Inconsolable. No, yeah, not going to happen. So, yeah, if you lose a loved one, it's okay to cry, but please stay home until you're, like, semi-okay. Um, That's really the only time it's okay. Honestly, even fighting with my boyfriend was not okay, and I was, I was actively trying to avoid it, but... Well, and see, I think it's... My thing is, I think it's okay to get emotional and to, like, be upset. Like, it's no one's, like, faulting you for being upset. And I think it's okay if you get to the point of tears. But don't do it in front of, like, don't sit at your desk and, like, cry. Well, and I I have tips for it. So, if you get in a fight with your boyfriend or your your significant other, whoever, is texting you nonstop, literally just turn off your phone. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, you don't... Just don't put yourself in that position. Right. Like, for something you can control, a personal reason why you're crying or upset or whatever, just, like, put it away until right. you get off work. Because you're there to work is the main bottom line. So just turn off Laz. your phone, work... Laz is eating our cheese. Get Sorry, busy. <laughs> Laz, you are a little shit. Literally eating it. He literally picked up the bar of cheese in his mouth. Laz... Go buy Christine's hair again. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so when is it not okay to cry? So it's not okay if... I mean, like I said, it's not... It's never okay... To, like, actively, like, sit at your desk and cry. I mean, it's just not... Like, even if you lost a loved one, like, don't do that. Because you don't need to be there at that point. Or whatever. Like, there's just... That's not the place for it. So if you're doing it, just go somewhere else. But, like... We put on here, I mean, if someone's mean to you, if you're fighting with your significant other, yeah. or... Well, and even... So, the same applies to if, if you're in conflict with someone at work. Literally just say, hey, can... Like, there was one time Malia and I got into it, and she messaged me and was like, hey, can we go get lunch tomorrow and just talk about this? Right, Like, yeah. don't sit there and message someone or fight right. at work, because that's the worst thing And, I mean, I've made do. that mistake before, when you just yeah. get really heated. Yeah. That's not one of my crying stories, but, like... <laughs> That, I mean, it happens, and it's hard, and especially because we work in an open office, and so mm-hmm. you can't necessarily just go up to someone's desk and, like, work something out. Like, 
we have like messenger and stuff and so we're yeah. like sitting over there like heatedly messaging each other from like 10 feet away so easy. and it's stupid like it's not that's not productive but yeah. crying about it isn't productive either no and like one of my um embarrassing stories is that i had a conflict with a coworker one <laughs> time <laughs> and uh tried to talk to my boss about it because only because I already had a meeting with my boss. Y'all, this was the messiest. This like, was so thing horrible. Ever. This was so horrible. Like it was literally like the worst day of my life. So like I already had a meeting with my boss the same day, and I was just a wreck. Like I was just it was the worst day ever. And this like conflict had happened, and like I knew like I knew I wanted to talk to my boss about it, but like I shouldn't have tried to do it that day, but I did because. I was already in her office and couldn't get the words out. It was really embarrassing. Like, I thought I was cool. Like, this was hours later, and I literally thought I was fine until I started trying to talk about it. And I wasn't fine. And, like, it was embarrassing. Do not recommend. Never do this. Like, bad idea. So, <laughs> what I do recommend is, like, at least taking a few days. Like, if you feel like it's something that needs to be, like, brought to your boss's attention or if you need to take, talk to HR or whatever, like... You just need to, like, distance yourself at least a little bit where you know you can talk to it, uh, talk about it without, like, losing it. Am because... I thinking, are we thinking of the same one where it was, like, on Facebook and so we all knew about it? Is that the conflict you're talking oh, about? Oh, no. What are you talking about? You can tell me after, but I thought you were talking about one. No, that was another that situation. That was on Facebook, and we literally all knew, and you, like, went to someone, and you were like, I just don't want anyone to talk about this. No, I didn't cry about that. Okay. That was just stupid. Never mind then. I thought that's what you were talking about. You've no, had a lot of I'm moments. talking about a recent situation. <laughs> oh, okay. I gotcha. But, yeah. Bad idea. Like, don't... Just... Yeah. Just avoid conflict. Or just schedule it later. Right. Like, it... Because sometimes there is a conflict at work that needs to be discussed with your boss. Mm. Or mean, just, yeah, just schedule Or discussed with them. I mean, either yeah. way, if it needs to be discussed, if it's work-related... Take a don't, day. Don't, right. Just take some time. Because Sleep on it. I personally cannot, like, if I'm really upset about something, I can't talk about it for at least 24 Me too. hours. I get, and, like, out of breath. Like, I can't breathe. And well, I, I get shaky. Yeah, I literally can't get the words out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm... It's so embarrassing, and I hate it. Like, I wish I'm just sitting there, like, why am I crying? Like, I don't even... Why is this happening? Yeah. It's so stupid, but... But, yeah, so... I mean, just know yourself and know, like, how much time you would need, I guess. Okay, so what to do if you feel the tears coming? Literally hide or leave, as we've said. Yep. Uh, my best advice is... And, I mean, I've seen this, like, people do this on TV shows, and it makes me mad because I feel like they're wasting company time. But you got to do what you got to do. Just lock yourself in the bathroom for, like, five minutes and just wash your face and just go back out. Like, See, what I've done together. every single time I've had some sort of something happen at work is I literally just walk out. Like, I usually, it's my lunch break or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I use it on my lunch break. And I just have to walk. Like, I need to go and I need mm-hmm. to be walking. And then I'll usually call my mom or my boyfriend and just vent. So, like, the last time I can remember I had a conflict, I walked down to the park that was down the street from our office, and I sat on the park bench, and I just you talked vented. to homeless people? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I just vented, like, to my boyfriend on the phone for, like, 15 minutes, and then I got my shit together, and I just walked back to the office. And so, like, 
So that's what I need whenever I'm upset. I need to, like, vent for a second. Yeah. Like, I need to, like, be really pissed. Because, like I said, usually I'm really pissed when I'm crying. So I need to, like, just get it out. And then that makes me feel better usually. Like, better enough to go back yeah. and, like, face it. So, but what I don't want to do is talk about it, like, in a sympathizing way. Like, I want to vent, but I don't want someone to be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Because right. I will lose it all over again. Like, I don't know what it is about sympathy, but sympathy makes me cry so much harder. Like, no, I'm the same way. I hate it. Like, if I see someone crying, I'm literally going to run in the opposite direction because I know that when I'm crying, I just want you to leave me the fuck alone. Right. Like, like please, I'm embarrassed. please do not ask me what's wrong. If I look like I'm upset... I am on the brink, so just mm-hmm. don't ignore me. Don't like, address pretend it. like I'm not even there because it will make it so much worse. Like I hate that, mm-hmm. and so that's what partially why I like try not to come back until I'm like 100% okay because yeah. I don't want anyone to notice and I don't want anyone to ask me. And it's like, yeah, it's just embarrassing. I hate crying at work. <laughs> I hate I crying. Too. I hate that I can't control my emotions. Oh my god, literally, so the other night, <clears throat> um, I literally just sat at home with Laz and just cried. Like, I just needed, like, a good crying session. Yeah, I do. I was like, work is stressing me out, and, like... Just watch, like, a really sad My cat is crazy. Yeah, Lav and I just sat there and cried together. Well, sometimes, like, me and Ben will get in a minor argument, and I'll just, like, burst into tears, and he's like, Mm -hmm. what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm sorry, that's just been building up. Like, I think I just needed that. Like, this isn't even that big of a deal, but I think I just, like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back, and I really needed that. You have to have a good crying session every now and then. It just, it's helpful. Just not at work. (laughs) Yes, not at work. Wait until you're at home alone with a bottle of water. Right, we're not saying that crying is bad, because I don't think so. I just wish I could control it a little bit better. Yes. But, yeah, I've been embarrassed my whole life, because literally, like, if I... I don't do well under pressure and like I would have either writing prompts or tests that I wasn't prepared for in school and I would just start crying and my teacher would have to pull me aside and be like look you can retake this later and like everybody thought I was faking it because I would get to retake the test but no I was embarrassed as shit well I I just just get really embarrassed like my face I'm like really pale you guys and my face used to turn so red I mean it still probably does but like especially when I was like pre-makeup days yeah and it would turn so red anytime I ever got embarrassed and like I couldn't control that and if anyone noticed that I was so embarrassed and started like laughing at me or something then I would start Mm -hmm. to cry and I used to hate that so much like I used to have this teacher or this yeah like teacher in middle school I guess who would literally make the class applaud for me every time I walked in the room because she thought it was so funny that I got so embarrassed and oh my god, that's torture! I would just, like, lay my head down on the desk. That's and, like, harassment. It was horrible. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, well, they deserve to burn in hell. That's horrible. <laughs> How old were you? Like, fifth, sixth grade. Oh my god, that would have scarred me for life! Yeah. I mean, obviously, did I'm still talking about it. Oh my it. god! <laughs> Fuck you, teacher. I hope you're listening. That's horrible. Ugh, okay. <laughs> Do we want to move on now? I'm tired of our emotions. Yeah, I was about to say, I was trying to think if there's anything else we should say. I don't have any tips other than just, like, try to suck it up as long as you can. Crying is good. Crying at work is bad. So, and I literally, one time, (laughs) I thought, well, it was whenever I wasn't sure if I was going to get hired or not. Mm -hmm. And it was the day I was going to work, and I was like gonna find out that day. She was an intern. And Yeah, I was an intern. And I remember talking to my mom about, like, mom, 
what do I do if it's not me? Because I'm going to burst into tears. Like, I will. Oh, my God. You poor thing. And I was, like, I literally was, like, Googling stuff on the internet. Like, how to not cry when you're about to cry. Because I was, like, so terrified that if it wasn't me, I was just going to cry in front of everyone. Because it was in a big meeting with mm-hmm. everyone. And I was just, like, like, I was so stressed about it. Because oh, that's how you I'm found so, out? No, I actually found out before. I was about to say, I, I, didn't, know, told I didn't know that at the time. Like, this was yeah. the day before. And I was, like... All I know is it's tomorrow, and I'm just, like, freaking out, and, yeah, I was, like, really stressed. Like, I'm always paranoid about that, so. Sometimes it helps me to look up at the ceiling and just, like, kind of, like, blink and just, like, touch up my eyes and, like. Yeah, there's a certain point that I can hold it back, but then there's, like, a, there's a threshold. Because once it goes past a certain point, I just have to leave, because I know there's nothing I can do, and I hate that. But I, I mean, I guess it's better than, like. Yeah. Never crying about anything ever and being, like, a robot. Unfeeling. So, yeah. So you know who else is making bitches cry? <laughs> Don't you love my Nick smooth intro? Nick Vile. Nick. Saint Nick. So we're about to watch The Bachelor. Again. And we're sitting here hating on Nick. We've been hating him all day. See, but he here's sucks. the thing. I loved Nick. Like, she I did. truly Y'all know did. So the fact that I'm starting to hate him is, like, a freaking accomplishment like he needs to get his shit together like it's i was seriously rooting for him and i've been like why the dramatic change because i don't know like i just i'm trying to like defend him and trying to like come up with excuses for him and then why he gave corinne just like rose or even before the show even started he was starting to get on my nerves because everything he posted on like instagram and snapchat and stuff was like so douchey like shirtless selfies and just like pouty selfies and him just trying to be like sexy and it was just so shallow like really not attractive it just it came across like he has such a big head and he's so shallow and if your instagram is full of selfies of you you have problems well like it was just nothing of substance like and that's kind of what i liked about him in the first place is i just felt like he was actually like smart and witty and, like, I liked him in Caitlyn's season. Like, I thought that he, you know, like, kind of complimented her in that way. Because she is really, like, funny and, like, that sort of thing. And I just felt like he kind of... Complimented He that. was that, that sort of... They had the same sense of humor. And... And he seemed smart. Right. We talked about this. And then, like, in The Bachelor in Paradise, he was very stoic and, like... He was the good guy. Right. And so, I was like, okay, yeah, he's changed. Like, he's, you know, figured out that... Maybe it wasn't a good look on Andy's season, and maybe not to be such a dick, but but I never watched that season. So, like, my only impression of him was Caitlyn's season, and I Same. liked him. I didn't get why anyone hated him. <clears throat> and then on Bachelor in Paradise, I still liked him. And then leading ever since he was announced as Bachelor, he's just not been impressing me at all. Like, and then so far on The Bachelor, not impressing me at all. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, why the fuck did he give Corinne the rose? Like, it just seems like a different person almost. Like, it's well, not... Well, so I was listening to, I think it was the Betches podcast. I always listen to their podcasts. So I'm pretty sure it was them. And they were talking about how what's weird about this season is even though he's had more airtime than any other Bachelor in history, this is like his fourth yeah. season, we don't know what his type is. When no. you really think about it, we know nothing about Nick. No, we don't. We don't know what kind of girl he likes because obviously he likes Corinne. But then he liked like, Caitlyn. And right. Andy. And Andy. Andy and Caitlyn and are as different as it gets. what's her face on Bachelor in Paradise was like the most like. Yeah. Was it Amanda? No. 
Um, oh, Jen. Yeah, like she was like, but also he cool. went for Amanda, who's the goody goody, right? The opposite of Caitlyn. I just so, think he's a horn dog. Like I do I don't too. Know. Like the way he's behaving on this season is just it doesn't come across to me like he's taking it seriously. I feel and like I think he's that's friends, what's like turning me off. I feel like he's friends with the producers and they're like laughing in the background, like yeah, let's give Corinna Rose and fuck this shit up. Right, and he's just like, huh, okay. Yeah, like, like, oh, that'll make good TV. Because I don't feel like he's taking it seriously. Like, no. it just, it, that's what's pissing me off, I think. Like, every single season I've ever watched, I've, like, I've always made fun of this show. It's never like I'm watching it like, oh my god, this is so romantic. But, like, at the same time, I've always at least semi-believed that the lead is, like, at least... There for the right reasons. Thinking that they're <laughs> wanting something. Like, even if it doesn't end up that way, like, I don't know. It's always at least come across like they're trying. Yeah. But... For him, it's, like, the first time ever that it literally seems like he just doesn't give a shit. And it's just so weird to me because I would think that, like... Well, and so I heard... It was probably Betches again, but they were talking about how the producers of The Bachelor are doing such a shitty job of redeeming him. Yeah. Every activity they've had just makes him seem like even more of a dick. Yeah. Like, they literally had girls break up with him. Yeah. Like, how are you redeeming his character? They're not at all. They're, like, playing on all of the... The villain stuff. Well, and him being broken up with a million times. That's yeah. an old joke. Like... No one cares. They've beaten that horse to death. Yeah. Just move on. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm obviously going to watch it. I'll never stop watching it, but... Obviously. But this and is the first Corinne's season, making I'm like, damn good TV, although I'm sick of her. Yeah. I'm glad Liz is gone. She was nutso. She crazy ass, yeah. Yeah, Spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen that yet, then you're behind. Spoilers, Liz and Nick slept together at Jaden Tanner's wedding. Just in case, case you hear haven't heard. A million times already. Yeah, so hopefully it's not just the Corinne show again this, this I hope not. I heard, but. so you said she makes it to what, the top four? Yeah, well, spoilers. I don't think I can stand that. Honestly, I like last week. I almost lost my damn mind because half of the I know that's what the I was first hour was the Corinne show. I was like, how? Yeah, how? Well, and it's also so she's each season they have a villain. Olivia was funny. I I I liked her. I enjoyed her. She was funny as shit. But right, Corinne yeah. is very much. She's thirsty. She Yo, wants to God. be the villain. She, she literally is. sat there and said her vagina is platinum. I feel like her and Chad would make a good couple. That's what everyone else is saying. Yeah, but it just angers me. I feel like this season is like. Are they even trying? That's to what make I'm it saying. Real? I think that's what's pissing it's me so, off. It's like a caricature of itself. Like they're every. I don't know. It's it's like fun to make fun of usually because they're doing it so like cheesily. Mm-hmm. Well, and on Bachelor this time, in Paradise, like they make not fun of even, themselves. Yeah. This but is this almost is like, like a Bachelor in Paradise. But it's not. Right. It's supposed to be real, like, but it's they're... not time for that. Yeah. <laughs> People take this shit seriously. Well, because, like, I feel like the good actual, like, relationships that are going to develop are getting no airtime at all. Like, right. normally they're at least, like, cutting the ridiculousness with, like, real connections, and you're getting a little bit of both, but this time it's just, like, 100% ridiculousness, and, like, there's no, like, the actual dates he's going on are getting, like, barely any airtime at all, and you're just, like... That reminds me, stupid little mental health girl is getting on my last nerve. I have a bone bone to pick. So, if you willingly sign up for The Bachelor, there's been 21 seasons of the show... You know what you're going to get yourself into. You're looking for a potential husband. You're literally, at the end of the show, you're expecting him to propose. You're going to get married. Yeah. 
So do not sign up and then tell the bachelor multiple times that you are terrified of falling in love with him. You know what, that, what the fuck is that? You know what that reminds me of? What? Kayla saying that she was afraid she was going to break his Yes. Body. And I'm like, then why are you there? Yeah. Go home. This isn't the place for you. It's literally just, I hate girls like that. I'm sorry. I well, shouldn't just hate any girls, that you but I do. You weren't taking it seriously going into it. And now or you're like, oh. you, But I almost feel like they're saying that to play hard to get or mm. to like, because they think that it's what they're supposed to say. And like, I said that when I, I mean, was 16. I literally like told my first love like, oh, I'm so scared of falling. Like, because I was 16. Right. Is I wasn't like 26. Your, is this your first love? Right. That would make sense. Well, but then but, you shouldn't be on this show. Right. You should be out dating. Like, I can't. Girls, grow up. And I feel sorry for you if Nick is your first love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for you if your first love is also being shared with 25 other women. Oh, man. Just go home. I can't. Yeah, no wonder you're terrified. That's no wonder you're terrified. But also, you signed up for it. You know what you're going to get. So right. So get over it and stop saying that shit. I'm sorry. I just had a bone to pick. I had to say that. So, anyways. Anti-ways. What, what are else? we loving this week? Is that it? Yeah. Do you want to move on? I'm sure I'll have more to say after this episode. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's Tuesday night, um, and we are literally it's 6:31. We are about to watch The Bachelor, so we'll have more to say tomorrow. Yes, for sure. So, what are you loving this week? I am loving Anna Kendrick's book, Scrappy Little Nobody. I never would have guessed since you've been posting about it everywhere. Oh my god, I know. Okay, so I haven't read in like months because as I've said on this podcast before, I my boss gave me the Lean Startup to read and it's awful, long story <laughs> short. And I can't make myself read it, so I haven't read anything else, but I finally was just like, I'm not obviously not going to read that, so mm-hmm. let's just read my Anna Kendrick book that I ordered for myself for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Like, I have never said literally same so many times while reading a book. I love memoirs for that reason. Yes, like, I do too. Because you guys know I loved Lauren Graham's memoir that came mm-hmm. out, like, right before Christmas, which was my Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> but, so I've already told Elise that if she finishes it, we're going to trade. Yes, trade these. Because, yeah, I want to read that too. It's amazing. Yeah, I've Instagrammed I it, I've tweeted it. that all these, like funny actresses are coming out with memoirs like mm-hmm. that's I think it's so cool to get to read like such a personal like account from oh, people yeah. that you like relate to well, it, it makes doesn't them even so have, much they don't like she doesn't even have dramatic stories like she's so normal which just makes them seem like a real person yes like, that's well, and they're relatable so cool. yeah and you're like oh my god she's just like me yeah it's fun. OMG, we're BFFs. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and then you wish you could actually do it. Well, and it's just fun. So I think yeah. the reason I have a hard time reading books like The Lean Startup is that there's no story. Yeah. It's just advice. I think the only and way you can read books like that is if, if you're reading stories. another book at the same time. Right. Because that's what I have to do when I'm reading something I'm not Well, and this into. book is getting me back in the reading game. So I'll be fine. I was going to say, I don't know how you haven't read months because I read like every day. I couldn't... I just, I come home and I just want to cuddle with my cat. No, I do too. And I, I watch Netflix, but when I'm going to bed, that's when I read. Right. See, I don't. When I go to bed, I'm exhausted. Like. I mean, I don't read much sometimes. I mean, what sometimes time, I read like a what paragraph. What time do you go to bed though? Like 10, 10.30, See, I go 11. to bed at like 11 or midnight and I'm exhausted. But I don't know. I just, I'm trying to replace like Netflix and Hulu with books. Yeah. And like I've tried to replace Twitter with books before too because I'll just sit there and just like I'm like a zombie. Yeah. Well, I've started like taking a bath and reading too. Like 
Yeah. Because I got a new tub in my new house, and I got a bunch of stuff for Christmas for my tub, like a reading mm-hmm. tray and a pillow and stuff like that. And so I've started doing that, like, at least for, like, an hour, like, that once a week. fun. So what are you loving this week? I am loving Speaking this of Netflix. New Netflix show. Dude, what's up with all these Netflix originals? Like, they're coming out with so they're many They're coming out left and right. But anyways, this new one called Travelers is about, um, like, people from the future coming back Ooh. to the 21st century and basically saving the world. Because in their time, like, humanity is basically, like, non-existent. Like, a bunch of stuff has happened. And so they're going back to the 21st century to basically, like, fix some of the things that, like, caused it. Hmm. And is that possible though? Like, can you change destiny? Well, that's the that's the question. Yeah. So that's always the question in time traveling stuff. So, but like, and I feel like time traveling has been done a million times. But the reason I like this show is it's just like different because it kind of reminds me of um, the host that mm-hmm. book and movie. Yeah, I saw like, the movie because they come back and they like take over a body, but oh. it's like a it's someone that's about to die. Oh. And so they know the time of death and the cause of death and all, everything. And they come back right at your exact time of death. And they oh, take that's your creepy. Body. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. So, like, the person dies and then the, they take it over, basically. But it's so interesting. Like, it's just such a good show. And it's only, like, 12 episodes and we're literally on the last one. But it's just kind of, like, taken over our lives the past week or two. I was going to say I need to watch that, but not if it's going to take over my life. It's only 12 episodes, though. True. So, like, yeah. It's really good though. There's so, I highly so many recommend good it. shows. Bam. <clears throat> so, what was your boss slash adulting moment? I'll tell yours first. Tell mine first. Okay. Um, I don't have a huge moment. I'm just attempting to get my shit together on social media. So, if y'all follow me on Instagram, you know I like don't post. Like I post pictures of my cat. I do Instagram stories. I suck at social media too. I suck too because I don't do anything. So I'm like, what am I gonna post? Yeah, like I just a never feel my like TV. anyone cares. Yeah. No, no, and I don't take selfies. Like I'm not that into my face. I suck so, at Twitter. Like, see, I'm bomb at Twitter. So like I put ditto for that's <laughs> why I wanted to go first because I'm trying to get better at Twitter. I like that's one thing I'm like trying to actually get more into I guess because I used to be way into Twitter like college and I haven't tweeted in like years I love tweeting yeah I'm just trying to like schedule stuff out like I downloaded later gram and I'm scheduling instagrams just to be more active yeah just to like build my following I don't know build your brand instagram is literally so shallow Right. Like, those people don't know me. Like, I use hashtags to gain followers and, like, get people to like my pictures. But, like, you don't know me. No. I have, you're liking a picture of flowers. It cracks me up how every time I post a picture of, like, my dog, I get, like, a thousand... Not a thousand. I wish I had a thousand. <laughs> like, a lot of people, like, dog accounts that will yes. like my picture. I'm like, how did you find me? Like, I don't even use hashtags when they really? find me. Weird. Yeah. I don't know how they find you without hashtags. That's weird. People just searching through Instagram looking for dogs. Like... It's weird. That's so weird. Yeah, I originally, like, downloaded Instagram just so I could, like, follow celebrities. You recently downloaded Instagram? No, originally. Oh, I thought you said recently. I was like, no. Dang. No, I've had it for a long, since, like, freshman year of college. Um, and that's why I have Snapchat, too, is just to follow celebrities. Yeah, like, that's I what I, actually... I never snap, ever. Yeah. That's my thing, too. I'm working on Twitter and, like, stories. Because yeah. I never post my Insta story or my Snapchat story. Oh, I'm good about Insta stories, but they're always about my cat. But he's so fucking adorable. <laughs> Look at him. He, like, eats pizza and drinks wine. He's cool. Okay, so besides that, my other, I guess, adulting moment. 
would just be that my house is like extremely clean right now. It just makes me really happy. Like it's not necessarily like an like it should just happen anyways, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. When it is just like everything's perfect, it just makes me feel like I really have my shit together. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. It makes me like more motivated to do other stuff when everything yeah. else is like clean. Like my number one is my closet. I like reorganize my closet, and that always makes me feel like I can do anything. I read recently that if you're like looking to get organized, the first place to start is your closet. Because, yeah, my closet is usually a wreck. Like, there's usually just, like, clothes all over the floor mm-hmm. and, like, just all over my shelves and I'm, nothing's organized. And ev- as hard as I try, it always ends up that way. But every time I get it, like, reorganized, I always just feel so, like... Yeah. Like, you have your shit together, yes. maybe. It makes me feel so confident. So, that's my adulting moment, I guess. Laz, what's your adulting moment? Meow. <laughs> He's literally, he's like our he's staring he's at like the our sound screen. producer. Yeah, he's looking at the computer. He's watching the like clock tick. Um, and he keeps trying to push buttons. Yeah, he does. So Laz wants y'all to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram with the hashtag just eavesdropping and tell us your tips for handling your emotions at work. If you have any. If you have any. <laughs> we would love to hear it. Yes. Yeah, tell us your stories. Like, tell us we're not alone. Seriously. Because we are crybabies. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Just oh, <laughs> Les yeah. is bye. Oh, no. Les, stop. Literally, stop.